Let's talk about uh, this, this summit. A number of uh, uh, issues have been discussed, but on the onset, let's talk about expansion. What does this expansion mean? We have got um, the number of countries, two from African continent as well. We do have uh, from, from, from the Middle East as well. Uh, we have uh, also Americas, if I it's nice concern. Let's talk about what this now means. Does that mean that the BRICS Business Council also then expand to those members? Talifani, absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Most certainly, the BRICS Business Council follows is, is an economic work stream of the BRICS formation. Yeah. So we absolutely follow what our government does. So we'll be looking also to start building relationships with our counterparts in the five countries. Yeah. What I'm excited about is that um, we already had invited our business counterparts yeah. from the rest of the continent as the BRICS Business Council. Yeah. In fact, we launched our own engagements on the 18th of August with an African Continental Caucus, which was a hybrid event hosted at, the, at Constitutional Hill. Yeah. Um, where we were wanting to align with our colleagues on the continent on what the BRICS opportunity means to us, yeah. especially in light of the African continental free trade area. Yeah. Of course, the two African countries that have been announced as being part of the five that have joined mm -hmm. include one of the largest economies on the continent, yeah. being Egypt. Yeah. And the cradle of our continent, the seat of the African Union, which is Ethiopia. Yeah. So I am absolutely delighted that we are now going to be holding the conversations on the African continental free trade area yeah. opportunity with the BRICS partners yeah. as a triangle of nations mm. that are part mm. of the BRICS. Now, I mean... Over the, the past few days leading to the BRICS summit, the Business Council has uh, held a number of uh, I mean, side events engaging on uh, nine working groups focusing on agriculture, aviation, digital economy, energy, green energy, I mean, green economy. And, uh, I mean, can you take us through how those side events went? I mean, you talk about the from the African perspective in terms of how you, you, you have actually accelerated those engagement as well as far as African compression is concerned. But look at these issues. How did they go? So what I'm excited about is that the business leaders who were in those conversations yeah. were, had a laser beam focus on the opportunity that is in front of us. Mm. Agribusiness indicated that insofar as the, Afri the South African agricultural uh, sector is concerned, yeah. they require trade, 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 and more trade. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we'd like to start helping address the energy, the food security issues mm. that the continent faced when the COVID closed the supply chains and when the Ukraine war actually impacted food supplies such as the availability of wheat and the availability of um, cooking oils. Mm. So we have been looking at how we can make more fertilizer available. In fact, my colleague who heads up the agribusiness working group indicated that the use of fertilizers on the continent where there is cultivation, cultivation that's happening is averages at 19 kilograms per hectare, whereas in South Africa, and the BRICS nations, who, of course, are such um, large food producers in the world, mm. 
we use an average of 100 kilograms per hectare. That's why we're able difference. to. It's a massive difference. That's yeah. why we're able to get the yields that we get yeah. as South yeah. Africa and the BRICS nations. So we're going to address that and try and close that gap in terms of fertilizer availability and also in terms of opening opportunities mm. to trade our high quality agricultural produce. Yeah. Now, if you look at aviation, I loved the fact that our colleagues lamented the fact that you don't have connectivity between our respective large cities as the BRICS nations. Okay. So they have now declared that they would like an intergovernmental business um, uh, task force okay. that will look at how we can prioritize interlinkages between our nations. Of course, we were strengthened by the fact that the South, South African Airways has reopened the Sao Paulo, oh, yes. Johannesburg, Sao Paulo, Cape Town route. And we therefore think there's an opportunity for us to link our respective nations through direct flights. It's a travesty that we have to have layovers mm. when we are traveling mm. to each other's nations. The digital economy, of course, talks to the economy of the future. Mm. And therein, colleagues identified opportunities to bring in new technology into um, the South African and African continent. Mm. We already have, of course, a cable that surrounds the African uh, continent, um, undersea data cables. But still, our data costs tend to be more expensive than what we experience in other countries. Yeah. Therein lies an opportunity for us to unlock the last mile for everybody and ensure that the costs start trending down. Mm. If I may just conclude with energy as another example. Uh, definitely. We have a supply deficit mm. in most countries of the continent. And we have viewed that as an opportunity. Our Energy and Green Economy Working Group mm -hmm. declared that they want to establish an a just energy transition center of excellence here on the African continent in partnership with our BRICS partners because we can't, going forward, implement energy supply solutions that do not take into cognizance the environmental impact mm. and societal impact. Mm. Talking about recommendations from the, the, the BRICS uh, Business Council now, all they've been adopted by heads of state? Because the, 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 you, you had wish um, the heads of state deliberate and, and really take them through um, what you, you wanted this summit to achieve and agree on. Um, I, I see a lot of uh, also focus also on the women and, and the youth as well saying that they obviously have to have to play a key role as far as the business council is concerned there. What so did you pick up? Telephoning, what's exciting is that the heads of state have actually accepted our recommendations. So how the BRICS Business Council work is that we've been in conversation yeah. since South Africa took chairship in January this year. Yeah. So issues such as the joint um, statement on trade and investment, mm. where we called on our colleagues to partner with us in ensuring that the trade basket from South Africa to the BRICS nations, trade basket from the African continent to the BRICS nations, starts changing, moving away from 
exporting the raw commodities mm. and rather moving towards um, exporting high-value added goods. Those engagements took a while. But that statement by the time we reached the summit had been agreed to mm. and our various leaders had been informed about that and therefore they were able to react and endorse um, our joint statement. Also the memorandum that we had um, reached and our plan of action mm. in ensuring that we unlock the BRICS opportunity were already um, accepted by our leaders, which is why you would have heard, especially at the st statements that the leaders made at the BRICS Business Forum. Yeah. Everybody focused on the opportunity that the African continental free trade area presents. Mm -hmm. Everybody focused on how we can enhance the opportunities for small, medium enterprises. Mm. And some were offering us examples, China being one, India being one, examples of how their nations were able to support their small and medium enterprises mm. in order to ensure that they are sustainable and that they are able to take advantage of the economic opportunity. What must, what must happen now for us as the South African chapter of the BRICS Business Council is that we must follow up on these agreements, mm. on these um, MOUs, and ensure that they impact us on the ground. If I may just conclude by saying most important is that all these engagements are also underpinned by a recognition that we won't be able to implement the solutions that we require okay. if we don't have access to financing. Mm. So the New Development Bank has played a pivotal role in terms of giving commitments to now going forward. They've been funding only sovereigns up to date, mm. but going forward, the New Development Bank wants 30% of its funding book mm. to actually be to business, directly to entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very exciting. And I'm also excited, if I may talk my own book, mm. that the Industrial Development Corporation signed a memorandum of understanding with the Bank of China, an institution that is over 100 years old, big um, balance sheet, sizable balance sheet. And we would like uh, Bank of China to partner us in ensuring that there is accessible funding available to our entrepreneurs on the ground. Entrepreneurs on the ground. Well, uh, we did a number of roadshows leading up to this summit, going to various provinces. We were in Venda, for example, we were in KZN, East London, we went to Northwest, we went to, I mean, all, all the provinces talking about preparation for the BRICS summit. And the appetite from the local business forums saying we want to be part of this summit where are the invitations where are the engagements as well um have you decided in terms of from now on taking opportunities if if the BRICS, i mean the, the bank right the BRICS bank in terms of the new development bank in terms of making funding available for me they want to, to that to access that kind of funding as well now um are you going to make sure that definitely they have got access and also as the council we are going to various provinces now talking about prioritizing the beneficiation of our local communities and our business businesses on the ground as well. Telephony, what was most um, exciting for me is that after our sector engagements at the BRICS Business Council, yeah. a number of business people actually approached me 
and said, we would like to start helping the BRICS Business Council find a solution on how we can be inclusive in terms of taking entrepreneurs from the townships on board. Mm-hmm. We've partnered, of course, with the investment promotion agencies okay. that we have in the various provinces. And the DTIC brought in an inbound buying and investment mission. So business leaders that were looking for opportunities in South Africa were taken into four of our provinces. Yeah. As a follow-up, we would like to go back to those provinces, but also touch on the provinces that we were not able to get to mm. before the summit to listen to the business um, leaders, to listen to the entrepreneurs and find out how they would like to be us, um, supported by the BRICS Business Council in unlocking this particular opportunity. I will definitely be inviting the funding institutions, be they commercial banks, be they development finance institutions, and I hope that we'll be able to partner and we'll be able to um, action Mm. how we can support these institutions. Because if we miss out on this opportunity now, if in 12 months' time we're not able to report what we've been able to achieve in outcomes, mm. we will lose credibility. Yeah, I don't want to get there. <laughs> You've got a, a lot of work ahead of you as well. And uh, I mean, uh, it's good that you also sp- spoke as the chair of IDC as well. You know, the IDC had big, big responsibilities as far as projects concerned. So you're not strange in terms of funding. We had the uh, U- United Nations uh, Secretary General speaking earlier, talking about uh, the. Uh, countries are paying four times the interest um, when they borrow money as well. So, uh, I know any funding institutions that were able to fund projects in the developing countries really is welcome. So, really a big, big fit for, for our new development bank now, uh, the development bank, in terms of what it can do for developing countries as well. It's, it's, it's really welcome. Now, it's... Um, 10 years anniversary of the BRICS Business Council, and um, it's, it's a year of 15th session as well um, of the summit. I mean, have we achieved as much as we had hoped in, the, in, in this period? What were the challenges throughout, and, and then some, some sort of fo- way forward as well as we conclude our conversation? So, in terms of the person to person engagements and relationships, yeah. I think we've done very well. Okay. We, as the bus- Business Council Collective, now have a better sense of where we come from culturally. Mm-hmm. We, our conversations are very, very respectful, and we understand what mutual benefit means. Mm. Um, so I think we've made a lot of progress. And, of course, business trade and investment is... Um, of course, economic activity, but it's economic activity that's conducted by people. Mm. So I use that as an important foundation that we've been able to build relationships. I believe that 10 years is good enough ground to say these relationships can be sustainable. I think it's enough time for us to test whether the relationships are actually meaningful, Mm. whether they are respectful whether they're mutually beneficial or not. So that's one um, area that's important. The second one is that, yes, we have been... The fact that Mm. the growth in trade 
since yeah. over the past 10 years has averaged over 7% per annum amongst okay. the BRICS partners. Yeah, yeah. That's above our own economic growth rate on mm. average as mm. South Africa. Mm. So I think it is proof that there is an opportunity for us to take and we need to take it in a manner that is actually, that enhances our economic growth, which is why this strong conversation around... Um, ensuring that we industrialize mm. the continent while we form these relationships is so important. Mm. And, um, of course, um, the projects that have been on the ground, we have South African companies mm. that have a footprint, a growing footprint. I was very surprised when I arrived in Beijing in July. Yeah, I was talking to Marcel Trelle as well. They were talking about your visit. Mm. Absolutely. And I found that Old Mutual has a significant business in terms of, um, you know, their size of the, their revenue base mm -hmm. in just a few of the cities in Beijing. And they see the opportunity as even bigger. Discovery is trading vigorously in the BRICS nations. NASPERS, of course, had a footprint in all five nations of um, the BRICS. So there's been outward investment into the BRICS uh, nations, but also there have been companies that have come onto our shores. Mm. So it's been absolutely fantastic in terms of real tangible evidence that this relationship is working. Oh, you've got a, a lot of uh, obviously reporting to do. I would like to appreciate your time, but also throughout the year, please open your office to engage with Ubuntu Radio on a regular basis as well, because we are really much interested to really engage with you on a regular basis in terms of what IDC is doing for one, but also what you're doing <laughs> in BRICS as well. You're going to remain as chair? Um, in terms of so, facilitating, we know that we're going to hand over to, to Raj as well in terms of um, as, 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 as an incoming chair as well. But in terms of from the South African point of view, you're going to continue um, advancing those economic relations. So Telefani, we of course um, appointed for a period of three years. Yeah. So our term as the current BRICS Business Council ends um, at the end of next year. Ah, lovely. So it's been wonderful. Please, we'll continue to engage with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the for conversation. Really appreciate it. Uh -huh. nah.